0: This episode originally aired on July fifteenth, twenty twenty-two, on the unethical Patreon. Our client today is comedian Sumit Swami.
1: I never know what to expect, so I didn't want to just like like I wouldn't mean to like second guess you. Richard's just thrown us some duds before, is all I'm saying. So,
2: <laughs> Richard, my man. <laughs> Hello. Hey. Is 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 this private detectives yes this is private dicks i i have a case and i i want you guys to help me with the case please
1: uh absolutely that's what we do here right we do we still do that
0: richard oh uh as far as i know i fucking love crushing these goddamn mysteries so i've been a little bored over here
1: yeah yeah we can do that then what
2: uh what mystery
1: you got for us
2: i have lots of mysteries that uh, i want to get resolved but i have this specific one her name is Diane Schuler, and oh. yeah, yeah. And you know what? I heard that she drove on the wrong side of the highway for at least like eight miles or something, and she okay. killed eight people. That's that's right. It was I
1: believe it was two miles. Oh, two miles. Sorry. No, I'm that's sorry. okay. Hey, look, man, you're coming to us with a mystery. That means you don't have all the facts. So that yeah, you. that's how we know you're legit.
0: It doesn't even sound like a mystery. It sounds like you're strolling alongside the side highway and drove into a bunch of people.
1: It does, doesn't it? Isn't it? Doesn't it seem <laughs> like that's all there is to it? But I'll tell you what, I uh, I've 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 been doing what you do, Richard, and I've just been solving every single case ever in my free time. Oh. Or at least just researching them. So this happens to be one of ten thousand that I did since last Thursday. Oh. Um, oh yeah.
2: Yeah, because my cousin Gag and Deep talked about it, and I was like, I want to call private dicks. get it solved really you heard of us uh well okay yeah suck deep one of my other cousins also got a got a case solved for you guys you were really really good he's missing now but i don't know what happened to him but i know you guys solved the case for him
1: okay cool that's interesting that you're here with a a true crime case and not asking us about what
2: happened to your cousin that we at some point definitely knew well i had two (laughs) mysteries to be very honest i was like either Diane Schooler or my cousin. And I'm like, well, he took $200 like two years ago never returned me back. I asked him and he's just kept on delaying it. So I'm like, whatever, screw him. I'm gonna have Diane Schooler done first. And then the cousin we call we call that
3: white privilege in the US.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense to me. That's just a sound financial decision. By the
2: way, Richard, didn't we charge that guy $200? $200.
1: $200. All right. We're just not going to bring that up? Sacrifice.
2: Thank you, guys.
1: Who
2: took that? He took that $200 from me. That's crazy, dude, because we, we never got paid by him. It was never. super weird. Yeah. He mm-hmm. just Freaking like. Suck deep, man. Suck deep yeah. is just a trouble. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I trouble. hate that guy.
1: Maybe we don't need to find him. No, don't even
2: look yeah. downstairs. I tell
1: you what, if you pay us extra, we won't find him.
2: Mm. Amazing. We'll leave Thank him where you. he is.
0: We'll leave him right where he is. Perfect. Perfecto, so, let's do that.
1: Awesome. And then first we will get into the strange mystery that seems like it's not a mystery of Diane Shuler.
2: An elite team
1: of private detectives. What if balloons are aliens? Like maybe that's the key component we're missing.
3: Cover-ups. John's guilty. Mysteries that need to be solved. Maybe Mormons need mountains. Richard, shut up.
1: background here on this guys this was in the news for quite some time in 2009 on the taconic state parkway sunday july 26th 1 30 p.m a 2003 ford Windstar minivan traveled into oncoming traffic for almost two miles in westchester county eventually colliding head-on with a 2004 chevy trailblazer suv 81 year old michael bastardi his 49-year-old son, Guy, and their friend, 74-year-old Dan Longo, were all occupants of the SUV, and all three of them were killed in.
0: I'm sorry, I was laughing, but the guy's name is Bastardi.
1: Bastardi, yeah, yep. His name was Bastardi. There, it was Michael Bastardi and his son, Guy Bastardi.
2: <laughs> Are you a... sure it's not Guy Bastardi?
1: <laughs> no, it is... <laughs> I I think that would have been spelled differently, but I will double check for you. (laughs) But I also find it funny that like, because Michael Vistardi 81 and his son guy is 49. And it's their friend, 74 year old Dan Longo. Like, I know, like when you get older, like age differences stop mattering that much. But I can't imagine at any point being like pre 60 and friends with a 74 year old man. Yeah, that just seems weird
0: but you're probably that weird kid you know what i mean you probably just hang out right. with your dad yeah then, i'm then friends then with my dad's friends yeah exactly and Your dad's like, come <laughs> on let's go come with us little bastard little bastard <laughs> bastardy yeah. i hate you
2: L- little buddy he's 49 <laughs> yeah. he calls him little guy
0: i'll buy you lunch <laughs>
2: <laughs> my dad is actually not my dad my stab dad because he was my f- actual biological father's friend but my mom (laughs) left my father and he's now with my friend and we are friends together too so hey
0: (laughs) you're right though that is a weird relationship i can't even like i'm i'm 38 like a 58 year old i don't know if i hang out with any 50 like 20 year older just at work i guess like i'm kind of yeah well it
1: would be like 25 years older than you yeah that's true yeah there's a couple there's a couple like a 63 year old man but they're Whoa. authority figures. They're
0: not like my friends at work. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. is 65, 70 year seventy-year-olds. That's uh, those are the bosses.
1: Oh my god! I had one of my dear friends on this podcast who was like thirty years my senior. I sound like a <laughs> fucking idiot right now.
0: <laughs> it's not a. It's not a. Like it's not a. It's unusual for sure. It I mean, is. It's, it it's, is. Yeah. It's not unheard of. You know. Right. Judge Judy seems to be friend with their bailiff. Wait, what's the age difference there? It's got to be more than 30 years. No way.
2: Yeah, I'm looking them up. I don't even know what would be the conversation starter. We'd be like, hey, what is your favorite meds? I mean, diabetes or what do you like the best? <laughs> <laughs> I like low blood pressure.
1: I feel like we've started a different mystery now. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've barely introduced this one
2: sorry we'll,
3: cir-
1: <laughs> we'll circle back to the friend's age gap later oh i hope
3: there's a fucking judge judy mystery out there
1: <laughs> um anyways these three people were dead uh and in the van driven by diane shuler were her diane Schuler, 36 years old her five-year-old son two-year-old daughter and her three nieces ages five seven and eight the only survivor of the entire crash was Diane's five-year-old son, Brian. Yikes. The two Bastardis, their much too old friend, all of the children in Diane except for her son. Wow.
0: Okay, sorry, one, one second before we go. Yeah. You said it was it younger kids? Like younger? The one kid that survived wasn't the
1: youngest one? Uh, no, he wasn't the youngest because Diane had a two-year-old daughter, Aaron. Yikes. Yeah. I
0: was just thinking maybe it was something to do with a car seat or something, but I guess not. He's five.
1: We'll get it. This, one, this one's weird. Okay. It, it's, it seems weird and then it doesn't but then it does again it's one of those fucking things okay so here's where it seems even more obvious a toxicology report on diane showed that she had high levels of thc in her system as well as a blood alcohol content of 0.19
0: that's evening itself out
1: I, yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah what's the math <laughs> on
3: that actually the,
1: the legal limit in new york is 0.8 So she was, she was nearly fucking three times the legal limit.
3: Wait, did you say how much, did you say how much marijuana she had in her system or on her? In her system.
1: They said, and I don't know, I've never found a correct measurement on it or anything like that. They just say high levels of THC, which by itself is debatable on whether or not you can drive. You know what
0: they, you know, they, you know, they replace like knots with miles and shit. They should just replace like when you're talking about high being high, like, like Snoop Dogg high or like Willie Nelson high. (laughs) Or like with
3: knots. That'd be fucking awesome. If you can oh, measure how high you were in knots. Fuck that. I hate <laughs> knots so much. <laughs> You'll never get high again just out of spite.
0: <laughs> how many knots you can tie when you're high? Like I can only do three.
1: <laughs> damn.
2: I just noticed something too. Like in one car, there are people who are like way too old. And in the other car, people, they're way too young.
1: It was like fate's Oh, how high were the kids? How young are the kids? <laughs> no, how high were they? Oh, they 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 didn't they didn't have uh they, they, it was it was less than one knot each, which doesn't break. Yeah. So, yeah. that's it's that's a that's a technical error if you ask me. So the crash was the deadliest in Westchester County, which I mean, I know uh, I'm sure Rick knows, but Westchester County's like just above New York City. It's just kind of like in the upstate area. Even though me up here in upstate, uh, we refer to it as downstate still. Uh, It's like the wealthy county-sized suburb of New York City. The deadliest in Westchester County since a bus crash claimed 20 lives in 1934. Which raises the question, how did they make buses fast enough in 1934 to kill 20 people? I I honestly didn't even look it up because I didn't want to ruin the mystery. I just, (laughs) I really like this image of just like, People crossing the road, and then just like a bus just rolling over one
2: of them one by one. <laughs> and they're just standing in the line. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they're like, Fuck! Robert, it's coming to you now." The '30s actually is when the
0: cars started getting fast because of boot really? rum runners, because of rum running.
2: So oh. they used to make their,
0: they used to soup up all these old cars and give them like fucking V8s in little cars. That's where like F1 racing started. In oh, like damn. the '30s is because of rum running because they figured it, out how to soup up their cars and shit so
1: maybe it just killed 20 people then because it wasn't really the crash but somebody lit a cigarette and there was just like 80 containers of open moonshine yeah, I'm be it too. <laughs> and, and it just fucking exploded
0: it was a moonshine party bus
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> so this is this one's like what what is even the mystery here it, it just sounds like a sad fucking tragedy that destroyed the lives of multiple families and really just something terrible to empathize with the people who were hurt by it. You know, one woman made terrible choices and innocent lives paid the price, except that wasn't it. Uh, there was a media shockwave when Daniel Schuler, Diane's husband, got on TV with his lawyer and made a public press conference explicitly stating there's no way my wife could have done this she was never a drinker this is not like her uh and to this day he fucking adamantly stands by it
0: yeah okay You still got the five-year-old alive right
1: yeah his son his son is still alive yeah
0: yeah so you don't want to go on the news and be like yeah she's a fucking drunk like, I'm sorry, but- she did this on purpose. <laughs> she hated all of is them. There any,
3: <laughs> is there any sort of insurance money involved? We
1: can get into that. but that- Yeah, he is a shady
3: motherfucker. I already know the answer. He's shady as It's small. surprisingly
1: disappointing.
3: What's interesting
1: is Daniel's not the only one. It's most everybody in Diane's life was completely and utterly shocked like this. Coworkers, other moms of kids that went to her school- Diane's extended family, like no one was even aware of the fact that Diane ever drank a drop of alcohol ever. Maybe she
3: didn't. Maybe she wasn't a drinker. That's the perfect reason. You drink enough, you don't right. know how to fucking yeah. handle your liquor, and you go out and drive on the wrong side of the road. We've all been there, right?
1: Totally plausible. Yeah, totally plausible. And 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 I think that will seem more and more like the case as we dive in here and sort of break down who Diane was.
3: Hmm. Yeah, I mean and- we solved that one quick. That's like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Time!
3: That's like eight I hour
1: promise hour. it's weird. I promise it's weird. <laughs> the overall theme that comes up, whenever anybody talks about, Diane, is literal perfection. Like perfect mom, perfect employee, perfect wife. She worked a fucking full-time job as uh, as like a, a billing manager at some fucking cable company, but she made over a hundred grand a year, making her like the, the main breadwinner of the family. Because fucking Daniel Schuler was an overnight security guard. And they were well off. I mean, they lived in Long Island. And that's not like a super cheap place to live.
0: Okay, okay. Enough to make you want to drink. Keep going. It could be. Show me when the kids sure. get added to the pile. That never makes me want to
3: drink either. I mean, him or her. I worked for a cable company before. It definitely drives you to drink. That fucking sucks.
2: <laughs> but why is she drinking so bad when there are so many kids around her? They're like, okay, kids are here now. It's safe to drink. That's what happened. I don't know. I, I mean that's
1: that's the best time to drink. By all accounts, Diane didn't drink. Like that's the yeah. thing. I mean, from, from what everyone in her life says.
0: Oh, the kids were a
3: bad influence. That
1: yes, it was the children. <laughs> and that's and that's what we always learn in these stories is you always blame the kids.
0: Victim children is what you meant mm-hmm. by that last part. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, it was the, the five-year-old because he knew when to tuck because he knew it was gonna happen. <laughs>
1: He's actually severely fucked up. He was ejected from the vehicle. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's okay. He had, uh, he has what's called ocular palsy. So his eyes don't fucking move right. But yeah, he.
0: That's
3: not fun. Sorry. When someone's dead, like when you got like nine people stuffed in a fucking car, what's the procedure to find out? Like if somebody's drunk like is it is there a chance that they just like grabbed random fucking blood and they're like oh there's alcohol yeah but they're all kids it's not like
1: during diane's autopsy which they they performed they they did vitreous fluid which came up i don't know if you remember when we were doing princess die they tested the drivers vitreous i don't know why that's the best way to test alcohol levels but they just fucking test your eye fluid and uh yeah
3: I wonder how accurate that is. I know we've talked about like how well, inaccurate almost everything else we've ever looked at was, but I'm just curious. Like,
1: as you find out, Daniel Daniel Schuler has a few things to say about that.
3: Can <laughs> I can can I get my eye fluid tested before I'm dead, or is that kind of like a one way procedure? It's like fluid out, no fluid. Um. No fluid in. All
1: right, well, um. I mean, in the interest of just sharing my own thoughts on this, because I have terrible phobias surrounding my eyes. Um, <laughs> I have. I have eye floaters and, uh, and yeah, I mean, like I see, I can see past them now. It's not like a big deal, but they drove me nuts for a while. turns out there's something called a vitrectomy, which is the only way to actually cure them. And, and that's because the, the floaters are just like balls, like little, like strands of protein just floating around in your eye fluid. So the way they do it is they put a fucking needle in your eye and they suck the fluid out of your eye and then replace it with saline.
3: Nice. Oh, so- I don't think like they're replacing it with saline part. Oh, I was good until you said that.
1: The interesting part is it'll either cure you completely of them or it'll permanently fuck up your eyesight for the rest of your life.
3: Or if someone fucked up the saline and they got to do it again.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they can't do it again. If it gets fucked up, you're just fucked. They just fucking suck that shit out.
0: That is amazing.
1: Yeah, I know. Isn't that horrifying?
3: That is horrifying. I
0: said amazing.
3: Okay.
1: Well, I mean, amazing can be horrifying.
2: (laughs) I would just say drive on the right side of the road then no eye sucking, nothing happens. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's
3: a very fair point.
2: I mean, drink, have drinks, that's fine. Have like 25 kids, <laughs> but drive on the right side of the road. Everyone at Diane's
1: job loved her. They said that she was like the fucking man. Like She was the one who planned all the birthday parties and was always like, Checking in with anybody, had like a weird intuition to just know if somebody was having a rough time and was like, boom, the one who was there to try to like help out and make everything better. The other moms, the kids that went to the same school as Diane's kids were like, to the point, like they were jealous of her. She was so perfect. She was doing all the fucking PTA shit. Literally every day, her kids were the ones who showed up like perfectly groomed, never missed a haircut. Had all new clothes and looked like they just were covered in Teflon type shit. They, they just were, you know. I mean, she she was like that perfect mom. Danny's mother, her mother, and Diane's mother-in-law also thought Diane was perfect. Like, <laughs> which, you know, I mean, it's is isn't it's stereotypical to think that mother-in-laws hate, you know, significant others or whatever. I mean, you definitely
3: can't talk shit on your daughter-in-law
1: after she's dead.
3: No, also <laughs> definitely probably
1: not in an HBO documentary. You probably yeah. wouldn't. So, <laughs> Well, that, Diane's mother-in-law talked about how she was sort of uh, the one in charge of the house. You know, she wore the pants in, 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 in that aspect. Uh, and she oh, she kept referring to Danny, her son, as Diane, his wife's oldest child. She just kept saying, oh, Danny was her oldest boy. Danny's her oldest boy meaning she basically took care of her husband you know what i mean yeah yeah she did a lot yeah she was also like into like crafting and shit so like she would do like this weird shit where she made like homemade cards for people for like any kind of like special occasion or their birthdays so she didn't she didn't give them like a a gift card off the shelf she made a fucking card and 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 the 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 through line that, that Diane's mother-in-law says is she's like I have literally no idea where she found the time for any of
0: them. this just keeps sounding like ceo soccer mom breaks bad Diane's high school friends
1: were in the the documentary I watched It's called there's something wrong with Aunt Diane and I I do recommend it
3: I fucking love that title
1: yeah 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 and they they interviewed you know I mean th- it's interviews the whole thing they just kind of follow everything along in the aftermath of, of what happened. And they, they interviewed some of Diane's old friends from like uh, college and high school. As they're talking to her, they, they talk about how Diane was kind of like uh, the quiet sort of demure. One of them, she she had issues with her self-esteem that uh, they attributed to like her weight and her self-image um, and that she never really dated or spent any time with any anybody like romantically until she met Danny, her, her future husband. And, and it seemed like when they met, that's just like where all of diane's focus and attention went was into danny and her relationship with him to the point that her friends sort of dropped the bomb at the end of their little interview that they didn't speak to her for 10 years and they never would again because she fucking died they didn't go to each other's weddings or any of that stuff and these are like her close yeah. college and high school friends so it's just very interesting how she just like you know she she very much threw herself into what she decided her next life would be.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know. I find that's less rare than you'd mm-hmm. think. Like I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah,
1: people drift apart. Yeah. And
0: and and, and it's not like I, I've done it to a lot of people and it's not like I don't want to hang out with these It's just it's not in the same trajectory. It's just not there. It's not you know oh, what
1: yeah, I mean, dude. It's, yeah. Sometimes sometimes shit just happens. Going back even further in Diane's life, her childhood fucking sucked, who's doesn't. But her mother, Eileen, abandoned her and the entire family when Diane was nine. Now, Diane was the oldest and the only girl. And this is kind of something that is not uncommon in those situations. Diane became the surrogate wife and mother to her father and three younger brothers. You know, meaning that she took care of everything that the mom and wife would. Uh, and, and and that was with, you know, full sort of uh, backing by her father, if not insistence, which is, yeah. you know, it's, it's sad and shitty. And and Diane's husband, Danny, in, insists that Diane never wanted to talk about it. She never wanted to talk about her mother. Anytime her mother came up, she'd say, that's all done. I don't I don't think about that. And that she'd written her off and would never speak with her and uh and danny said he stopped asking kind of gives you some insight into a woman who who might get so drunk and fucked up that she would drive on on you know the wrong side of the road but another thing to keep in mind nothing like this had ever happened in diane's life before she had never been in trouble for drinking she had never she, she didn't have stories about her that her friends told about getting so fucked up at bars she didn't have anybody in her family who was like yeah well, diane can put it away nobody that anybody talked to and you'll find it was a lot of people including their lawyer private investigator they hired the actual fucking police interviewed anybody that knew diane and they all got the same story basically that line of perfection that I've, I've been telling you about that. Diane was this, you know, beacon, and and not at all the type of person.
0: This is, sounds like the Walter White documentary. Sure,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, if, that, if that's your takeaway, yeah, I mean,
3: it's, it's 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 very very strange. Well, I mean, if you're saying that this is the Walter White documentary, I don't believe for a second that Walter White would get into a car, drunk, and drive on the wrong <laughs> side of the road. That was definitely a hit job. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> Gus Fring fucking took her out. Solved it
1: sort of uh, dip into the, uh, the day of the incident. The way it starts is 9:30 a.m. on Sunday, July 26, 2009. The Schuler family was camping out in Parksville New York. They would oftentimes uh, hook up a, a camper to the back of their pickup and drive it out there and, and hang out in their little area that they rented and you know play in the water, go to the beach and all that. And this time they had brought Diane's brothers, three daughters, the five, seven, and, and eight-year-old girls, and they spent a weekend out there. Now on Sunday, it was time to go at 9 30 sharp. Danny left in the pickup truck towing the camper where with the family dog. And Diane got into the Ford Windstar, which is actually owned by her brother, the father of the girls, and they said goodbye to the campground owner who I saw on that documentary verbally attest. Yeah, no, Diane looked stone sober. She was normal Diane. The next time Diane is seen is only about like 20 minutes later in Liberty, New York, which is, is, you know, only like 20 minutes from the campground. Uh, and there's surveillance footage of them pulling into a McDonald's and Diane goes in there and she orders food for the kids what
0: did she get nuggies motherfucker
1: i'm not sure exactly what they got but it was it was well no it was it was breakfast. it was mcdonald's breakfast um uh, i know that oh, it was, it was breakfast yeah even
3: what uh, year what year did this happen 2009. 2009 and what time
1: did she get there 9 38 well probably like 10 10 a.m <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it, it might, not, right, have been breakfast. Right, it might cut, not have been breakfast
3: cutting it close but not past breakfast. yeah i don't know i mean that sounds like that's <laughs> That would drive me to drink. If I had that many (laughs) children in the car and I missed breakfast. What do you mean? You don't have any fucking egg McMuffins. (laughs) How quickly did this story get buried? That a mother went to McDonald's, immediately got onto the highway and crashed her fucking car because her kids were probably screaming at her.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It was a cover up by Ronald McDonald. (laughs) Diane actually had a, what what has been called a lengthy chat, according to the private investigator that spoke with the employees at this McDonald's. Uh, she had a lengthy chat and was very friendly while she was waiting at the counter for the food. Again, by all accounts, stone cold sober. And uh, the kids played in the play place for a while. And then there's sur- surveillance footage of the car pulling into a Sunoco gas station. And then inside surveillance footage of diane walking in looking through the aisles real quick and then saying something to the clerk and then walking back out now nobody's been able to talk to this clerk because they just never found out who was working that day
0: how is that a mystery there's a schedule
1: right i know i have no idea i mean could have just been like a fucking like just real podunk place that wasn't run well like that then maybe i don't know maybe they just (laughs) paid everybody in cash who knows they weren't able to track him down because they couldn't see him. i guess but they and by they i mean her husband and and the private investigator he hired who i keep mentioning and i will explain later they think that maybe she was asking for pain pills which does fit when you look at the surveillance footage she's kind of got that like you have any like no and then she like walks out but there's no audio nothing like that
0: it could be anything do you have any brake fluid no
1: (laughs) brake fluid (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a place I like, can dump my brake fluid? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she looks fucking sober, dude. Like, that's the thing. They're back on the road by like 11 a.m. Uh, and they're going along Route 17, I-86, which right up there, it's just two. It's it's, it's one highway that kind of goes in and out into, into two. And then it does intersect with I-87, which is New York State Thruway. Now, what they're supposed to be doing is they get on there and then they go south down that throughway, so they can get into uh new york city and then through into long island which is where they're heading you know home yeah so the the, the car is spotted crossing tappan Zee bridge which is is going in, in into the city over there several witnesses reported seeing a red van driving aggressively including tailgating flashing headlights honking the horn Moving in and out of lanes and straddling two lanes.
0: Okay, so wait. Oh, let's let's just for a second, so I can understand. Yeah, this better. no, we can pause. So she left the gas station, got on the freeway between the gas station, which was about ten o'clock. You said something like that. Uh eleven. Eleven. Sorry. And then the freeway, which is how much more time she gets fucked up in minutes. that. So thirty-five minutes is where we how she's losing her. Oh, that's that's where the gap happens. The snap. The, I need Should lots be. of liquor and weed and anger and anger. Okay. So it's, it's in between that. Okay. You think it might be before that even. Okay. Sorry. I'm just like, cause she seemed normal before. That's where I'm.
1: I, I don't know what to make of it because as, as an individual who's, who's who's done Ben binge drinking at points, this is the part that surprises me. She calls her brother at 11 37 AM and tells him they're being delayed by traffic. Almost at the same time, according to a police report, Diane is seen at eleven forty five AM on the side of the road with her hands on her knees as if she's vomiting. They think she was throwing up. Eleven A.M., leaving the Sunoco looking stone sober. After having no time to have been drinking prior to that in the McDonald's, where everyone thinks she's stone sober. Going back even further, stone sober. Wait, she
3: walked into the McDonalds? She didn't even go through the drive thru?
1: No, she was in there. She was standing in there, kids are playing in the fucking play place. She was just hanging out. That's why it took oh him my so God. fucking long. I-
3: I would have be been able yeah. to that early in the morning, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, So
1: forty-five minutes is—it's enough time, I think, to to start getting real fucked up. But I don't know about bending over, throwing up, having to stop on the side of the road just after calling your brother and saying that traffic was heavy or whatever.
2: Well, you had McDonald's, so you're gonna throw that up. That
1: is probably it. You're,
2: yeah. right, you're gonna
1: throw up. Ba 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 ba. This really gonna is gonna a up. fucking cover up. <laughs>
0: Well, how big of a vehicle do they have? They, yeah, they have like five kids in there. It's like, like a
2: caravan. Yeah, it's not that big.
0: Any space for someone to jump in the back and hold her up? You start driving bitch or your kids die. Potentially, but
1: um, as you'll know, I mean, it's it's a really high traffic area. There's pretty much witnesses kind of all along the way.
2: Was 2009, they had cell phones, right, at that time? So she yep. had a cell yeah. phone. She was, she Maybe she got a bad news or something. I don't know. That's yeah, not a bad
1: That's not a bad thought.
2: Because she lost it out of nowhere, so it has to be so bad. It's kind right. of shaking her whole concept of life, whatever she's doing. <laughs> you know, she got she, crazy. She's like, shut up, kids, fuck McDonald's. And she got really mad, you know, or if, but they
1: if said you, she was so nice and so friendly. And, and that's the thing. They,
2: yeah.
0: This is going to sound dark, and I'm sorry I have, I'm doing it. What if one of the kids got so mad that they didn't get whatever McDonald's they wanted, killed another child in the back? And to avoid the child having to live through life like that, she sacrifices the entire
2: family.
1: Damn, that's actually probably the most likely scenario, to be honest.
2: Yeah. <laughs> You know what? I knew that there will be somebody somewhere getting killed because of that McDonald's happy meal <laughs> toy because they didn't get the right one. <laughs> they got a princess, but however the person was, a man is like, I want a man toy, and they're like, we don't have any. Here we go. So did
3: they eat at the McDonald's or did she take the food with them?
1: They they, they had to have eaten there is, is Okay, so I was gonna say this
3: timeline does not make sense if they didn't eat there.
1: Sure, man, it's probably that's probably on me for not explaining it very well. But 9 30 AM they leave the they leave the, the campground. Like literally 15 minutes later, they're in Liberty, New York, and she's hitting up the McDonald's and and the gas station, and then they're leaving Liberty at like 11 o'clock. So you're talking about an hour and a half there between when they left there and and Liberty's only like 15-20 minutes from the campground. So you know you got five kids in the fucking car. It's gonna take you a while, especially if you're hanging out and letting them play on that greasy fucking play palace, whatever. You know, I mean it 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 seems like the appropriate amount of time it's perfect back on the highway.
0: I'm loving it.
1: Again at eleven forty five AM, that's when they saw her doing what she looked like, yeah, puking. Mm. And then she was seen again doing that a short time later, just at a rest stop. There were people that parked at the rest stop and it was it was people who had seen her driving like an asshole. But not they said when they when they described the way that she was driving, it wasn't drunk, it was just like a dick. Like they were, she was swerving lanes, but like pinpoint swerving lanes. Then this is the guy's words. He said she was accurate. Boom, back and forth. And then that's when they see her later at the rest stop puking. That's what the witness says. They interviewed him in the documentary.
0: She turns her, this is going to be dark again. I'm sorry, but this is how, where my brain's going with this. She turns her head, sees a one. the kid disemboweled the other kid. He's wearing it like a necklace and she has to pull over to puke because it's fucking disgusting. And she can't believe it's happening.
1: Honestly, I, I'm, and I'm, I mean this sincerely, like that pretty much tracks. Cause like, what's the first thing you're going to do if you see, like, like, you don't know how to answer for that. And then like, you're just going to be like, just freaking out.
0: I'm being this lady right now. Okay. Like I've got a perfect life. I'm perfect in every way. My husband, I got what I want with my husband. Great job. My kids are perfect. Everything's perfect. Now everything's like that gone. I'm going to snap. That person who is that fucking perfect, and I I don't know if it's the kids killing each other or something, but something and it has to be major. And that's why I seriously think either she turned around for now, anyway. Maybe there's more to it, but she turned around, did something like shut up back there and like knock the kid back, put your seatbelt on, and the kid fucking broke its neck or something, or another kid killed another kid, or something like that by accident, or even by purpose. Who knows if
2: there's
1: a sure? No, that honestly, because that that concept never really occurred to me, so that's why I do dig that right now.
2: And that's also Um, one of the things to like, does anybody say were the kids agitated or they were all right? Or
1: so at 1 p.m., another call is made from Diane's phone to her brother, Warren. And it's from the oldest daughter, Warren's oldest daughter, one of Diane's nieces. And she says there's something wrong with Aunt Diane. She says she can't see and they can't understand what she's saying. So then Shuler got on the phone or I'm sorry, Diane got on the phone with her brother and said that she was disoriented and couldn't see clearly. So he says, don't go anywhere, pull over, I'm coming to you. You know, obviously he's going to be fucking freaking out at this point because Diane's driving his three kids, you know? Yeah. Now, at that point, police believe that was when the van was at a pull-off area right near the toll booths for at least part of that call. And then, for some fucking reason, Diane's phone is found there, like on the one of the guardrails, like the concrete barriers at that pull-off area. And that's because when as they're going along, Warren's calling her nonstop after that, just trying to get a read on where they are. No fucking answer Can't because Diane.
0: Let me, let me clear this up again. So, mm-hmm. t- sorry, because this is very specific. I need to get this in my brain. 11:45 Sorry, she's puking.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And then she drives up the road past the toll
1: booth at that point. They're, they're traveling. They're supposed to be going the best part. The best thing to do is to try to visualize this with a map. Okay. So I can do like a screen share. If, uh, let's let me get into Google maps.
2: Let's start with that freaking jinxed McDonald's.
1: (laughs) No, I don't, I don't want to make it too confusing for the listening
0: audience either. You know what I mean? But I mean, no, 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 no. And and I, but
2: if we have a visual, it will. I just want to we'll beat be able it to down a bit. I just want
0: to get in because, like, when does she drop the phone off is what I want to know, really.
2: Around no. 1. I guess <laughs> that's what happened. Yes. Because the last conversation was about 11.45 and she was seen puking. And I think around 1 is when we found her phone by that concrete barrier by the toll booth. Yes,
1: that's when Diane's niece calls and they're, they're pulled off at a toll booth by the Tappan Zee Bridge. Now, and I'll, I'll show you on this map if I can screen share in yeah. a second here. I just want to show you because I got I to gotta find Tappanzy as well.
2: Something definitely happened. Maybe the phone bill was too much and she snapped and she's like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I never surfed anything on xnxtex.com.
1: It is the Mario Cuomo bridge now. Those fucking Italians. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it they always take everything good so you see that how up there you have parksville and then liberty yeah and then you come down and then right in here is the tappan Zee bridge i'm sorry the governor mario m cuomo bridge the the marinara meatballs and parmesan bridge <laughs> so right through here like the toll booths that they're talking about are like gonna be over on the one side of the bridge so, so they're not talking about them being in New York, I believe. Let me double check that. Oh, beyond. Sorry. So it sounds like they're on the bridge. It says beyond the toll booths, but the gist of it is they just found that fucking phone by those toll booths in that pull-off
3: area. It's interesting.
1: Like, like she was out of the car in the pull-off area when they were talking, and then set the phone there. But then she gets back in the car, and she's driving. They cannot fucking figure out where she went or what she did and where she was driving because there's just several there's so much time that's just unaccounted for like you see this over here two hour and 33 minute drive and i mean right. like yeah you can vary up the route or whatever but if they left at nine thirty, even if they're up here the point being it took her way fucking longer than it should have.
0: Yeah. That's why I was confused. Like how did this jump to that time? But now I get it. It's not that long. That's just one of the parts where the fuck she go. Okay. That's interesting.
1: Yeah. They don't, they, they can't understand how it didn't take her. Like, cause, cause the problem is if she's at, it's one, it's 1 PM and she's at that part of the bridge from that bridge to home. That's not two hours and 33 minutes.
3: You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Did the husband meet them at the McDonald's and also eat there with them? What? So I, the husband was in a separate vehicle, right? Yeah, he was just
2: driving.
1: He was just bringing. Okay, the but he didn't stop at the McDonald's, or he did? Nope. They didn't. They didn't travel together, really.
2: Okay. I have my going. No. Okay. He put the private X <laughs> podcast on and just got it. He was home.
0: Good, Good idea. What eight five five, private X.
2: <laughs> so there was no reporting between eleven forty five and one then. Or there were right. between the last time when she was puking and then her phone. Right. There any-
1: yeah. And they and they don't, I, I believe it was, I, I can't remember. It was, it, I think it was police who found the phone and that was like way later on. So yeah. that was just something I put in there because they, they just stopped being able to get a hold of her.
0: It's a shame that it's not nowadays. You would have been able to. F- go like it's not a shame that it's shame that it even happened but i mean if yeah. it was nowadays you could just follow the phone everywhere like fuck 2009 they didn't have gps like they do now you can figure out where someone went all day
2: right right yeah there's too much time for something to happen and it's maybe there was a lover and we knew about it and he showed up out of nowhere <laughs> in a bike a lover.
0: <laughs> Yeah, he's a, he's just a motorcycle guy. Vroom, vroom.
2: Yeah.
1: Give me one minute because there's there's one other visual aid that's gonna maybe help illustrate this a little bit. It's confusing because and and the the beautiful part is like the fucking the documentary I watched had these maps and everything so that you could kind of see and they and and they did this thing like it was like obviously for like artistic effect but they just started going off in all these directions that she could have gone in. You know what I mean? Oh
0: yeah, it's like a spider web of different routes.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I, if I can pull up this fucking road, it will help you sort of understand.
2: She definitely has to be agitated by something that is so profound that. But uh, dude, the thing it, about
0: it—eleven o'clock, she's puking. She—you could be still be hammered. Yeah. Whatever it is, you can right. start getting. You can get drunk by one o'clock. This no
2: woman is pitch perfect, and then out of nowhere, she's just drinking and smoking, yeah. and yeah. and there are kids involved. Where you're extra responsible, you know what I mean? Like, there are kids here that cannot do this, and. For teenage, her to do it is crazy.
0: Teenage prank gone wrong. You know
3: there could be all sorts right. of drugged. I wish for every sorry to interrupt you, but no, I wish no, for no. every case where somebody died, they would publicly post the phone records for like the past couple of weeks, where everybody could just you know like see who called who and piece together some crazy fucking stories. Because I'm so curious what was going on. With
0: well, you point. can get you can get that kind of stuff. You just got to make a Freedom of Information request, and it's like. No. You can get whatever police pulled into it. As long as the case is closed, you can grab it's 25 bucks. I think every time you call them to do it, but you can get a good case file or it depends how much too. like, if there's lots, then it's more, whatever. Anyways, you could, you could do it.
2: Either the kid said something or the phone. That's the only two options for me now.
1: So this is, this is roughly the area Diane was in, like just like inside this like town, this is Taconic state parkway, but down here, this is where, they were supposed to be crossing so that they could get fucking down through here and into Long Island. But she so she, went the at other some way. point, she just starts fucking going the other way because that's the crash happened like way out of the way. Huh. Oh. Right. Moving forward. Diane, um, in the right direction, do? unlike Diane.
0: Ha <laughs> ha! Got her!
1: <laughs> Killed that <Nice>. bitch! <laughs> <laughs> well, she
2: did.
1: <laughs> ba da Again, they didn't really figure out what route Diane was taking from the bridge to get to to Taconic State Parkway in the first place. But at 1.33 p.m., two drivers are calling 911 after noticing a van edging onto the parkway's northbound exit ramp. Now, the end of the exit ramp at the intersection with uh, a road called Pleasantville is marked with two signs that read, Do Not Enter, and another two signs that read, One Way, Within the next minute, four more nine one one calls are placed by by other drivers who reported that a car was traveling in the wrong direction on the parkway, going like seventy five or eighty five miles per hour. In kilometers, for you, Richard, that's one hundred twenty one <laughs> or one hundred thirty seven kilometers an hour.
2: Oh my God! Yeah, that's a so, big ticket, Richard. Big yeah, that, ticket. It if lose you lose your get car for
1: that one, you lose your
0: car for that
2: yep. one. Impound dead. Four demerit points and like three hundred dollars or something. <laughs> so the van traveled for 1.7
1: miles, 2.7 kilometers in the parkways, northbound passing lane, where at 1:35 PM, it collided head on with the Chevy trailblazer, which had the, uh, mm-hmm. to father son with their, their old buddy in it, yeah. another, uh, car was struck, but there were like minor to no injuries. They think at the time of impact, she was traveling at 85 miles per hour in the wrong fucking lane.
0: Well, yeah, but that doubles when the other person's going the same fucking speed the opposite way too, right?
1: Exactly, yep, yeah, yeah. and there's no way, yeah. I think those fucking three guys were, like, fishing or some shit, so there's no way they weren't, like, also drunk, like, where's where's the Bastardi's autopsy? Where's their vitreous fluid?
0: Yeah, that's true. Why is, it, why is it automatically the mom of five kids or whatever?
3: Yeah, well,
1: just because she drove in the wrong lane. Come and,
3: had, and had a vodka bottle in her car and a, a lot of marijuana. How dare they assume?
1: Just... Jumping ahead of me, bitch! Wait, didn't you say that already?
3: Oh, maybe I read it, my man. Yeah, said that right yeah,
1: now. you fucking you spoiler, getting on Wikipedia.
3: The Richard cut that. that. I didn't. In... I didn't go on Wikipedia. I was looking. No, for the that's path. that's okay. I was looking that's for okay the path because... I drove, and there was there was captions, and I broke down and I read one. It's <laughs> okay because
1: that's literally the next thing I was gonna say. Two men who witnessed the accident immediately ran to help the car was not even on the road anymore. I mean, this thing, if you look at pictures of the, the scene of the accident, it's fucking totaled. It was on fire and there's smoke billowing out of it. So these two guys go to help. They pulled Diane from the van. Uh, and they, they have their statement says they saw a large, broken absolute vodka bottle on the floor of the driver's side. Mm. They, uh, this part's darker, but they, they, they pulled the kids out and they, and I mean, they immediately knew they were dead but they, they didn't notice Brian. They he, apparently he was underneath an, another body and, and they didn't see him, which is strange that, that that's in there like that, because the documentary makes it pretty clear. He was thrown from the vehicle. So I don't really know how that happens unless, you know, they were like tied together or something. Oof.
0: Thrown yeah. into the other vehicle with the old guys and they were laying on him.
1: Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> they just wanted another person to, to do another age gap for friends. Yeah, exactly. Like, we got to go younger <laughs> this time. We can't go yeah. older. It was great while it lasted. it. Yeah. <laughs> that was so crazy. That's pretty much the, the entirety of the incident. There's, some, there's, like, some other gross stuff where, like, you can find pictures of the scene. Ugh, no, thanks. Yeah, it's kids. I, it's,
0: it's, like, I'm joking around, but it's kids, man.
1: No, no, I know I didn't they they didn't show kids in the documentary, but they did show Diane and she's fucked up. She's like visibly a goner. Not a lot of blood, though, which almost makes it worse. It's just like physical trauma that you can see. Um, Not really any gore or anything yeah uh but they don't they don't show the kids and i yeah i'm not interested in, in looking it up
0: did they release the an 911
1: calls yeah there's there's some of them in the uh in the documentary it's just like bits and clips they're just like yeah some somebody's going on the wrong lane on 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 taconic state parkway out by mount pleasant let me like, let me see if i can find one i'm driving it yeah literally they're just the most fucking like nasal new york motherfuckers
3: i will say it seems a little fucking weird that of all out of all the kids the son's the only one that like wasn't involved and the dad wasn't there
1: well the son was there he just, just survived
3: oh he survived it
1: yeah he was he's was in there he got he got pretty fucked up from it too he had like he has like some kind of like permanent uh, ocular palsy or something
3: wow. um yeah. he
1: seems like he's doing okay now uh more or less but i mean maybe not emotionally which we'll get into but um thomas ruskin was the pi i mentioned earlier Um, not too long after Danny went out and made that statement with his lawyer, Dominic Barbera, his his lawyer knew a guy who helped him out with other cases. This Thomas Ruskin guy, they paid 30,000 fucking dollars to hire this PI. And their goal was with clearing Diane of what they felt were incorrect toxicology reports. Now, Danny in, in his dumb long Island way, just kept, keeps saying it's like a broken record he says it had to be something medical it was some, something medical was going on something medical was going on but what we'll we'll find out i mean is that the, the autopsy reports showed 0.19 blood alcohol level high levels of thc so what's thomas ruskin to do but try to get that autopsy report independently reviewed um that's his goal He's like i'm gonna take these test results and we're gonna see if they fucked up the test somehow And what happens is different. Um, All of a sudden, there's just a new headline every day that Danny and his lawyer are just surprised by. It seems like Thomas can't stop talking to the fucking press and and revealing things about the case. And it just keeps making these, these new waves, like little things like.
0: And he's hired by Danny, right?
1: He's hired by Danny. They paid that man 30K
0: yeah that is it that did they start out with like a thousand and then every time he found something he was like well now it's going to be another four is that over well, that's time interesting or that- thing
1: so yeah. another big figurehead um and honestly the probably the best person in all of this is jay Schuler, who is danny and diane's sister-in-law it's danny's brother's wife she is also adamant that there's no fucking way diane would do this but she's a lot more level-headed about it because I think her IQ is probably a good 40 points above Danny's. Um, <laughs> and I think her IQ might be 90. So <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's, she's very rational, but obviously, you know, I mean, how do you be rational when it's something this emotional happens? And that's the strangest thing. Like anybody else would be ashamed by something like this, but like the way, that that Danny and, and and you know the rest of the family have kind of come forward and just been adamant about it. it. It kind of goes beyond that denial when you're being that active about it, and and that's that's what's very interesting to me. But back back on the subject of shh, ass face Thomas Ruskin, he takes his money from them and they get nothing out of him. The only thing they hear from him is what they're literally reading in the paper because of the things that he's saying to the news which isn't anything that's surprising to you or me because it's just parts of the investigation that we've kind of already gone over. Yeah. But it is it does serve to exonerate Diane. It's it's things that, you know, we've already talked about about like, you know, like her her relations at work and and, and really just kind of like him doubling down on being like, you know, there's something there's something that, to get to the bottom of here. Well, time goes on, really about a year with Thomas Ruskin. And, uh, and they just stop hearing from him and he wants more and more money to continue his investigation. And eventually they say, we don't have the money. So he just stops full stop. Doesn't speak with them. No. Now when they do get in contact with him again, almost a full year later, he's adamant that he sent the results that he got to the lawyer's office. And they have it on video in the documentary where the lawyer uh, called in his assistant. and He's like, "What did we get from Thomas Ruskin?" And she's like, "Nothing. We didn't get anything. He never <laughs> sent anything." And
0: that's a documentary. And like, okay, ask her.
1: Yeah, ask her. Yep. Give
0: me a second while I set up this camera. Ask her though.
1: Yep. Yeah, it's, it's, it was very like, like on the spot, and 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 it did make me wonder, you know, like how dedicated this lawyer was to them as well. But he does seem pretty genuine, so I don't really. Disbelieve him at all, but this Thomas Ruskin guy is a fucking scam artist, dude. Like, yeah, mind yeah. you, his website—you can go on his website and look him up. And he says retired New York City private, retired New York City detective. You know, years in criminal investigation. You know, I'm the private investigator to hire He's not fucking retired. He had to resign in disgrace in 1999 after selling fraudulent airline tickets for which he did. Mind you, he's a convicted felon for this and did five years probation. Ah. Uh. Well, and if you look him up, there's a different video of him like all over the internet from every single different news source. Today, Fox News, CNN. He's a fucking professional pundit.
0: Okay. Well, let's not let's not let's not burn up too much like we, we all have parole, you know. We're 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 private detectives. It's uh
1: Well, well well okay, but the difference is you and I aren't aren't sitting on Fox News weighing in on police brutality. I would
0: I would, I'd be the perfect person. <laughs> You're like, well, don't, don't,
1: don't prevent my ability to get there.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, I would love to be a Fox News pundit. Oh man. <laughs> no, that is scummy. That, that guy sounds like a scumbag for sure. Yeah, it's
1: just a fun little aside for me. I, I really did not like that guy and I was right too. There's actually a phone call between him and, and Jay Shuler, Diane and Danny's sister-in-law where she calls and she's like, why didn't we hear anything? And he's like, I, 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 you tell me, you know, you, you, we, we had a deal and then, you know, you guys, blah, blah. blah. It was clearly just all about money to him until he finally caves and says like, well, the test results that I got, uh, well, they, they, they just confirmed what was already there. I'm sorry, Jay, I don't really have anything else for you. Of course. So, you know, there's some, there's some fuckery there. I feel, but he, he has not physically released them to them still to this day because they never paid him for Yeah. According to him.
0: But I mean, if it was that like shocking or whatever, he just would have went to the news himself and made money that way.
1: I agree. I agree. And he's, but he's also like, you know, toyed with the idea that he would do that supposedly, which, you know, and he hasn't. So you're right. You know, maybe there's, there's nothing there. Maybe he didn't even fucking actually do the test. I was going with that
0: one. I was going with the first one. He was probably waiting to get paid liquor and hookers cost a lot. And uh, thirty grand ain't gonna cover all. This guy just sounds like an alcoholic who sits in a basement apartment.
1: You know how much it costs when you violate probation. Come on, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and this was huge at the time. Danny went on Oprah and Larry King during um the the following year. Now Oprah obviously is is Oprah. There really wasn't anything of substance there, but Larry King pressed him. Larry, Larry King just straight up confronted him about the vodka bottle, and he's like, <laughs> "So I mean, you have to admit, like, we you you gotta." there's a vodka bottle in the car you say she never drank but why was that there well this is when danny all of a sudden admits well we would bring a bottle of vodka up to camp and we would have a few drinks but one bottle of vodka would last us a whole summer up there and then larry's like okay that's fine how did it get into the front seat of the car and danny says i don't know i don't have an answer for that
3: i mean they're in a car accident
1: i agree so that's the other thing could it potentially have been in the back of the van well danny also says he doesn't know why it wasn't in the camper they leave it in the camper that's the thing they go camping for a season the, the vodka's in the camper i will say though
3: potentially dead kid is an option you know you pull that shit out and you fucking sprinkle it on a wound
1: that too or in your mouth because you watched a child die were there any
3: were, that's what i want to know did the kids have any alcohol in their system Passing
1: that shit around in there, you know. I don't. I don't know if they tested the kids, um, <laughs> but now maybe
3: they should have. I'm just saying. We talked about how shitty cops are before. No, but it's um, it's
1: not. It's okay.
0: Put it this way. It's probably in the realm of possibilities. Not not super possible that those kids did find that alcohol and killed themselves with alcohol. You, you, like you know what I mean. And then it's out because they're fishing through and like, oh, I want to get drunk like mommy and daddy did last night. They were so silly. Glug glug glug. Like, that's a possibility, too.
1: I'm going to be honest. Like, that that probably is one of the more interesting theories because a lot of these don't really hold weight, as you'll see. But just, just to add on, Danny also did later admit that Diane occasionally, yeah, she smoked weed. <laughs> so it's like, it's this weird thing where you're like, oh, man, that is really weird. Oh, well, what the fuck, dude? So she was just drunk and high. You know what I mean? Like, it has this weird ebb and flow to it. At least it did for me.
0: Put it this way. Like I've been drunk. I've been high. I've been drunk and high. I've been really drunk and really high. I would never, ever get in a car and drive, especially with my kids.
1: That's the other thing. You
0: know what I mean? Like, and I'm not yeah. even Mr. Fucking like soccer dad. And all. I'm not that guy. I'm not her- what she was. So mm-hmm. I've, if that's the case where she just got hammered and high and drove, she would have snapped because of something else. It wouldn't have been the booze right. that would have made her do that. So like, a lot of the time with these mysteries, with all mysteries, I find is if you can figure out why something happened, you could just like, you know what I mean? That's the what we're, whether she was drunk or not, that comes with the why, I think, you know, like, why would you do that?
2: I think it's something that she got it in the news. I think from the phone or kids said something, by the way, mom, I saw dad with an, another woman or something. I don't know. There should be something like that.
1: I, I agree. That's plausible with the exception of the fact that there is no fucking way. Danny Schuler was pulling in any puss. <laughs> I have, I have seen this man and heard him talk, and it is like watching a fucking glacier move. He is so dull and so annoying. Like, it'd be if like it would be like I'm sorry, it'd be like if a glacier had a Long Island accent, and it was just like, uh.
2: Mm. You guys can have alcohol at the gas station, eh? Over there. What's that? You can buy alcohol on the gas station.
1: Um, yes. beer beer and in some counties i know you can get liquor in like grocery stores but it depends maybe state she stopped state. and
2: got it from there
1: Pro- probably not in new york she didn't get a bottle of vodka in the sunoco no <laughs> no yeah it, and i and and danny like i said danny copped to it being their bottle of vodka that they would sit by the campfire and have a couple of drinks or whatever the fuck which sounds reasonable i mean like it sounds normal, know, like i said sound- yeah.
0: For someone who doesn't drink, there's lots of people that say, I don't drink, I don't drink, but then they'll have a drink once in a blue moon, you know, like,
1: right, right. And that's, and that's where, I mean, so one, one final note, just sort of like in, in this timeline and, and then we'll, we'll dive headfirst into the theories and stuff is that while the documentary was being filmed in 2010, Danny and Jay did get a chance to have those test results independently reviewed by a doctor in New York city. And, and it's, it's honestly like a really sad sit down with this guy because what it is is they're not redoing the autopsy they're just independently reviewing the autopsy results and sort of because they're questioning whether this lady who did it was competent or not um and the doctor said you know they're they're valid you know i can't find anything in here that that would have broken protocol or done anything everything was done perfectly more or less
0: he took the eye fluid out perfectly Yeah, looks like he did a great job sucking the eye juice out.
1: Yeah, and and he said, you know, it's like, I can't find anything here, and like they're almost like pleading with him to like, you know, but 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 in ways that like don't really track, as if like they they retested her body when they they also know he didn't. It's that's why it's kind of sad, is because like they're so upset that it didn't turn anything up for them because it was like their hail mary of finally getting those results reviewed, and. And when that didn't work they're like we're gonna exhume the body and that's and that's been their goal to this day they haven't actually exhumed diane's body but that was kind of like where they they wanted to head next they just they just wouldn't give in yeah and that's and that's why like it it really says something to me like because like it goes beyond denial like i know grief can 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 get you all wrapped up in that shit like to, to a Depp. But the number of people who are like, it's got to be bullshit. You know what I mean?
0: Some people have lots of friends, man. If Johnny Depp would drive on the opposite side of the road today and kill a bunch of people, there'd be that many defenders. You know what I mean? Like, there'd be a million defenders. Which
1: which is wild to me because I firmly believe Johnny Depp is just also a piece of shit. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I hate
0: that. I'm just using Johnny it. Depp as an example. I could say. No, like no, yeah, I know. Brad I know. Pitt, I just... for fuck's sake. Somebody, like somebody that's beloved, right. you know, like Tom Hanks. No one, mm-hmm. everyone would be like, Tom Hanks was definitely uh, undergun, and there'd be right. lots of people. It wouldn't be right. one person. It would be lots of people. So some um, people just have lots of friends. I don't know. Anyways, I'll, I'll listen to the theories, but I have my theory too. I'm not, yeah,
1: and Yeah, I'm no, for sure. Just And just for like another little note, just because I know I've been like fairly like, you know, uh, anti-Diane doing anything malicious or intentionally wrong. Uh, the opposite perspective, These surviving relatives of the Bastardis, they fucking despise Danny. Like, hate his guts. They should. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, they didn't say a kind word about him in the documentary. Like, they didn't, they didn't have, like, any empathy for him. Because, you know, I mean, here he is making constant media waves about how his wife did nothing wrong. And they have a dead father and brother. You know, these, yeah. these, these women. So they're, you know, they're, they're furious and they, they said something to the effect, I didn't, I didn't write it down, but it was like, you know, it'd be one thing if you just, you know, like, we're like, oh, she made a mistake and, uh, and then moved on instead of just bringing it up again and up again and up again and, and, and dragging it out, which, you know, like I, I can't help but, but feel for them because, you know, I mean, to have it in your face every day. Yeah, they don't have Man. as many friends. Plus, they're probably yeah, yeah, not exactly. rich.
0: They're probably not as rich as this guy. This guy sounds like... Well,
1: well, they had they had a lot of friends, Richard, but being Bastardis, all of their friends were 30 years older than them. Yeah, so yeah. At
0: that <laughs> <laughs> Already at yep. the... Already at the... You did them a favor and sent them to the cemetery with the rest of their friends. Anyways. Uh,
2: <laughs> they was always at the bingo hall, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> but I mean, the the Danny is... They, they must have some money. Like he's getting a lawyer and all this stuff. Those guys that aren't rich, they're getting stomped all over. Like they don't have friends in the media. They don't have all that. Yeah. To... That so I know,
1: I know the figure for the documentary that got tossed around. I couldn't find anything concrete about it, but it was something like a hundred thousand dollars to do the documentary. But that was under the impression that they were going to be able to film him in in the midst of exhuming the body. I don't know if that changed because that didn't happen. That's rough. Yeah. But there was also then lawsuits and I know I keep I'm not to the theories yet, but I'll, I'm, I'm getting there. Um, there's lawsuits uh, just because it's, it's important to point that out. Diane's brother and his wife sued Danny and uh, and then the Bastardis sued Danny and they, they made, they, they wanted somebody to become an executor of Diane's estate, but Danny refused and told them to let a court handle it. Um, I, I, I think, the bastardis also sued Diane's brother and Danny sued Diane's brother. But the weird thing with that is that if there's a car involved and there's an owner, you, in New York, you legally have to sue the owner of the car to claim on their insurance. Mm. So that doesn't necessarily mean there was like some bad blood there by suing. Cause I mean, you're suing the father of three dead girls. Like that's kind of fucked up. But people don't really realize that you, you have to do that.
0: Yeah, well, it's, it's really a, a grieving widower with dead kids suing a father with dead kids. Like, it's a yeah. lot of tragedy going on with that one. That, that court case was not going to be a smiler.
1: Right, and, and, I, and I should also, and, and it's only because this just occurred to me, I forgot it. But in the documentary, I really, I really dislike Danny. This guy sucks. And he talks about how he never even wanted kids. And oh was that was diane's thing and and he feels like I think that he like gave that to her and and now he says he's like, and now you know I'm doing it alone.
0: I just wanted to live this lavish lifestyle of a nighttime security guard." <laughs> I got wrapped up with these children. Yeah, while
1: well, my wife makes six figures and does all my laundry at the same time. Yeah,
0: like, yeah, come on, Yeah, Danny man. sucks.
1: <laughs> come <But> on,
2: dude. <laughs> After all, I'm Diane's, like, the oldest child, so I don't have to do anything. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I've
1: already done yeah. my chores. Yeah. <laughs> so one tiny little factoid before we jump into these theories. The autopsy did point out that Diane did not have an enlarged liver or any of the other physical signs of alcoholism. Not a shock. Just doesn't yeah, it doesn't doesn't necessarily mean anything. First theory, Danny's big thing that he was railing against is that Diane was claim was complaining about an abscess tooth. He thinks somehow an abscess tooth Wait, what? I know. Well that, that theory that wasn't really a theory then morphed into maybe Diane had been drinking a little bit to ease the pain of the abscess tooth. And that oh. may be the reason that she was at that Sunoku, Sunoco was because she wanted Advil and they didn't have any. So she decided I'm just going to chug a fuck ton of vodka. Yeah. Well, so there's also this, this kind of side theory to this theory that you kind of, you get into a loop when you've been drinking a little bit, especially if you're doing it with the goal of trying to get pain relief, where the more you drink, the more it makes you feel more comfortable drinking more. And she could have very well chugged a shitload of vodka in that 45 minutes before she was puking on the side of the road. Okay, wait, whose theory is this? This is more Danny being like, what about an abscess tooth? Okay. And then a bunch okay. of experts going, all right, I think here's what he means.
0: <laughs> 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 let's interpret this for five hours Let on talk Let's go. Dead. Come on, talking heads, gather.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay, that's... A weird yeah, one
2: and, and
1: plausible, hey. but... They didn't find anything on an abscess tooth, but not because they didn't find anything; because they weren't fucking looking for it. So that emboldened Danny to be like, "Oh, this is probably something."
0: I could see that happening, honestly. Having toothache, toothaches. Have you ever had a bad one? Fuck, they suck. I can yeah. see getting right, nice and drunk, getting rid of that, numbing the pain at least. There's fucking five kids in the back. I'm sorry, absolutely. It's she's too happening. responsible for that. Yeah, not happening. She's just gonna deal with the pain. She might have, and like, sure, okay, let's pretend she had a swig and then went and got. Painkillers. What kind of painkillers you can you get at a fucking gas station? Like morphine. What are they giving you? Quaaludes? No,
1: no. It would just be like Advil or ibuprofen. was
0: Bill Cosby country? What's going on here? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so another thought, then another theory in ischemic stroke. She could have fucking stroked. They think that you know some some other complaints she had made about potentially having headaches or doctor's appointments she had. I mean, they rifled through her her black book and everything, trying to find appointments and all that shit. And, and she had a couple, you know, there's been doctor's appointments, but the, again, the coroner didn't find a stroke because that's not what they were looking at. The, there's the, the, the reports, the, the independent reviewers and, and other experts have weighed in and they said, you can't rule it out because they didn't, just because they didn't turn up evidence for it because they, they didn't turn up evidence for it. It was an absence of evidence.
0: Yeah. If you, you can make up any evidence because they didn't look for it though
1: exactly so you that's know, kind of the s- counterpoint to that one that feels or uh, a stroke to me indicates
0: loss of control mm-hmm. right but she you told us that she was like weaving between traffic and she had control of her faculties to a point a stroke would have been like bleh, or like Uh, there would have been barfing that that probably could have happened or like a a numbness maybe she was still had some faculties but to this extent sounds like if it was a stroke she would have hit the off veered off into nowhere and it would have been a while ago why the missing time why it would have been instant you know
1: right exactly and 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 that's and that's why like some of these are i mean flimsy is generous i think because but, but what, what I think the, the kind of common theme that keeps popping up is like, you can't say it didn't happen, certainly. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's what's right. kind of shitty about it. And that's like sort of the crux of this whole thing. Because there's such a gap of time because of who she was as a person prior to this. Very, very fucky trying to nail down any one thing that it was. This next one oh actually, I stuck this one in here. And, and, and just about uh, Thomas Ruskin, which we kind of already went over. Uh, earlier and, and preloaded this one, but he's a fame whore and he's just waiting for his opportunity to be able to drop something, yeah. which uh, I, I don't believe. But I I also hate him and I'm happy to spread that rumor about him.
0: Oh, you don't? It's not a rumor. He's definitely a fame whore. He just has nothing. He's holding all <laughs> right. of his cards like he's he's bluffing. And no one's mm-hmm. taking, no one's bet, no one's going all in on the whole thing. Like, okay, fine. Yeah, he's
1: just got he's just got two two jokers in the rules for for Pinochle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, we're we're playing fucking
0: chess over here. Relax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Rick, you'll like this one just because it's kind of conspiracy and and technical. Uh, auto brewery syndrome. Auto brewery syndrome is a, a disorder where eating. Starchy foods or carbs can create a fermentation process in your digestive tract that produces ethanol. And makes you drunk without
3: drinking.
2: Ah, huh. freaking McDonald's! Are you telling me that this motherfucker got drunk on <laughs> McDonald's breakfast? Goddamn fillet little fish, man! <laughs> oh, I am waking up early
3: tomorrow. Let's get it. Sherman
1: may have had this one.
3: <laughs> that is interesting.
0: I've never even heard of that before.
1: I hadn't heard of it either until I started looking into this, and it never came up in the documentary. See, but that doesn't surprise
3: me that that's possible because how else do humans figure out how to ferment shit?
1: The interesting thing is that it. <laughs> Primarily is only a disorder um, seen rarely in Japanese men living in Japan. And if it did happen to Diane and it did make her that drunk, it would be the most unprecedented case of autobury syndrome in history. The expert that analyzed the facts and, and, and looked this over said, again, there's no real way of knowing for sure that's not what happened, but it's just, you know, it's 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 the Occam's razor thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's
0: it. That's the one. Like I don't even want to think of the disgusting mead that would come from me. <laughs> <Yeah>. Just
1: <laughs> fucking a, a delicious
2: heady brew of of Timbit soup. <laughs> <laughs> like how many burgers do you have to eat to have that fermentation done so bad? that you're going on the wrong side for what, 1.2 miles or or 2.4? 1.7, almost two miles. Yeah, You're right. We have to find out. (laughs) Let's go to
0: McDonald's. (laughs) I wonder if there's a way you can trigger this. Can you trigger this? Can you make it happen to you? Is there a pill we could take?
3: Sounds like a lot of fucking bread, right? (laughs)
2: I'm going to get that fucking bread. Let's get five kids from somewhere. Yeah, five kids. Get a win and let's do this. (laughs) It's the only way. We've got to be a control group. We have to live what happened as a true investigators. We got to live through those moments.
3: Yes, I agree. Oh, fuck.
1: I, I, my, my final theory and, and the one that I, I think is most likely, in a really, I, again, this is, this is not super mysterious, but is undeniably fucking bizarre. And I think it's just Danny is hands down the shittiest husband in the history of the world. <laughs> like there's never been a worse husband. I don't think anybody, okay. I think he's in such deep denial that he was awful. And Diane was, like, god-tier at emotional masking. Like, she was just a yeah. superhero at, like, keeping that shit in. So, like, for whatever reason... Well, she wasn't! Well, <laughs> until she wasn't.
2: Until she wasn't. She was
1: incredible until she wasn't. You know, I, I, maybe it's like you guys said. Maybe something happened in there that fucking broke. And, and I mean, the, the, the facts are there. She, she must've been drinking that booze, but is it like a recent alcoholism that happened over the past few months or was it like right there in the van then? You know what I mean? Cause I don't think with how much she cared about those kids and how, 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 you know, on the level she was, she would have done something knowing that they could have been hurt like that. You know,
3: I think they got into a big fight. I think they got into a big fight before they left because it doesn't make sense that they drive separate. I understand they drove separate because too many fucking kids and not enough room, whatever. Um, but why not go with them to the McDonald's and then like drive behind them and drive like you're coming back from a camping yeah. place to your home? Shit doesn't make sense.
1: If it's your wife, you're gonna make sure she's okay. Danny got home and she just wasn't there. And he was like, huh? Where's dinner? Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: That's what I mean, man. Mom, he's just saying, mom, yeah. <laughs> supper's not on yet, mom. <laughs> yeah, there, there could be a, a portion of that, or it could just be like, I'll get home fa- first.
1: The rest of my theory is just that she, you know, because she took care of everything, because she was so worried about being perfect, because she'd been that way since she was nine fucking years old, she was just under this insane amount of pressure and just kept it in, you know, like she was not one to complain about anything like even the times I said she complained about feeling pain or something that was like rare for her whether it was an abscess tooth or ha- whatever it was she just like fucking masked it dude And I mean it's like it you know it's maybe it's crazy to think that she just all of a sudden succumbed to alcohol but it's like not any crazier than any other part of this and I think that that, that kind of pressure can push down on you so hard that maybe you will do irrational things and it'll change you it might change you so severely that the people closest to you don't recognize you because the transformation that you go through is that severe. And that's why I think Diane was aware dingo. <laughs> I think Diane transformed from that pressure into what everyone knows high amounts of social and family pressure, a midday sun, a bunch of absolute vodka, That's in all the myths, dude. That's how you turn into a were-dingo.
0: That's that's an Australian dingo sandwich for sure.
1: Yeah, exactly. She she murdered everyone in the car, okay? And then, as we all know, were dingoes who are consumed purely with pettiness and spite, swerved it into the other lane meticulously, to then take out as many other people as she could.
2: Or maybe while driving home, she joined Scientology.
1: That too. Where dingoes are partial to uh, irrational religions. Because again, the pettiness and spite.
0: (laughs) Where dingoes on the table. I would definitely... Me too. I like what you're saying with the the pressure and everything else. But I don't know about... I I don't know this Danny guy. I haven't watched anything with him. But I, I do know that sometimes and in some ways, people just click... And they could have just been perfect for each other. Whether she made a million dollars and she liked to make the food for him. She liked to do all that stuff. It could have just been a relationship like that. And there could have been a fight from Rick's side of things. And he they drove home and maybe she just had a few drinks because of that too. I think sure. it's possible. But I think, I think to get to the real, like the, the, the meat of this, as soon as she saw that child wrapped around with the innards around them, <laughs> <laughs> she transformed into the word they and had to sit yeah. to eat and stop paying attention to the road and everyone the had No, I I do think there was some sort of tragedy in the backseat. That's what I think. I think, I think that's what snapped her. I don't know if it was murderous child or whatever.
1: I, I, I genuinely like that because yeah. that's not something that ever came up before because even if it was something as simple as like, you know, one of the other kids like died in a way where the other kids didn't realize it. And she was kind of just like, You know what I mean? Like, yeah,
0: the two year old, like the little exactly, I think some sort of tragedy in the back. That's what I really think.
1: I think it would have to be one of the nieces because of the the sheer anxiety that that would cause. Because if it was her daughter, I feel like she would have stopped and done something about it. Yeah, but like, if it's her brother's kid, her brother who she helped raise, and who you know what I mean?
0: like yeah, no, for sure. She, no, absolutely. How are you gonna explain that to him? To you, your husband, you've got him on lock. You can go home, explain everything. No, everyone's gonna be tra- traumatized. You went to the hospital, all that stuff. But even if you go to the hospital with your brother's kid, something bad happened to them. You'd still have to a lot of explaining. You'd ruin that whole your whole life. Would yeah. be fucked after that. Even if it was I think, an accident. I think
1: if if it was that, it would it, it would be it would be something like that. And I I don't I think that that's totally plausible. Way more than like your fucking tooth hurt. You know what I Nobody mean? Nobody wants
0: to admit that a kid could do something like that. Like, you know what I mean? Maybe it was just them playing. Nobody wants to say that as a possibility because they're just kids. But like, I can't imagine a way for me to snap except for like something like that would be a way for me to like, I don't know what to do right now. I know I'd have to go to the hospital. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, what, who knows what mind frame you're at and what, or especially right, I'm not yeah. perfect by any means. I don't have that pressure on me. So, right. But I could see it. I, I could feel it. You know, I can, I can understand that into a mm-hmm. way not in a psychopathic way i would never do it but i mean i can understand right it. but also you did not really explore and i thought this was going to be explored a little bit was like a poisoning that somebody poisoned her is that a...
1: oh yeah they didn't find any clarinets in the car
0: okay well then that's off the fucking table then did they do they must have done toxicology which is weed weed and booze there's no like
1: booze yeah just high levels of thc 0.19 blood alcohol content
3: that sounds like a good time i think i think she had a couple too many mick chickens and it was that beer thing inside yeah, of her i knew you'd like that yeah <laughs> that's my vote yeah, me too yeah.
0: the beer one's cool too though. That, that's interesting yeah. just overall like oh,
1: oh yeah auto brewery
0: syndrome i mean it, it checks out
3: because in 2009 was when ronald mcdonald introduced the McShotgun, so it makes sense interesting
1: yeah <laughs> i'm sorry you did say mcshotgun
3: yeah yeah <laughs> like shotgun ain't a beer Not like
1: the (laughs) Well that's what I thought I'm like Wrong
0: kind of suicide bro
1: Well I I just thought Like that was uh, uh, I mean it feels Very American For McDonald's To sell shotguns So (laughs) Oh If McDonald's
0: Actually (laughs) sold shotguns The site's just Ronald McDonald Like (laughs) Yeah he's pointing up at it Like it's the The reticle Or it's just a thing of fries (laughs) Well, that's a, that's a good mystery. I don't know. Uh,
1: yeah, it's not, it's, it's anyway. very similar. It smacks of the, of um, uh, the Chris Dorner one where it's not really a mystery. It's sort of just like a weird fucking thing. No, but you that's, that's I mean? a
0: mystery. That's a fucking good mystery. Cause we didn't even explore. There's one more theory we didn't even explore. He came in here with a theory. Assume it. Oh yeah. His, yeah, um, his cousin, uh, what was it? Deepcock or I forget what his name was.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's still in India. He is gagging deep. Gagging
0: deep, that's right. Yeah. Your cousin deep. gagging deep gotcha. was driving down, scared off the road. Yeah,
2: I wish I could say that one day he was gagging deep and then he just thought about it, but no, it was other cousin suck deep who kind of came up with all this, and then here we are doing all this.
0: Ah, I gotcha. Okay. Well, what are we going with, boys? What are we gonna settle with? It
2: has to be either one of the one of the kids giving some kind of trauma, or the phone call came in and there was some kind of trauma that completely made her lost her mojo, something like that. Now you know what?
3: I actually think she just drank the night before and drank so fucking much that she was still drunk when they got up the next morning. Because what do you crave when you're fucking hungover? And there's actually scientific evidence to prove it: McDonald's. That. And I don't think she meant to. I don't think she meant to drink and drive. I think she was just still fucking drunk as shit. That is
1: extremely plausible because back when um, I was drinking a shitload, there's one morning in particular that I got fucking shattered at an open mic, and uh, and my my friend was too drunk to drive home, and I was like, no, no, no well, you ride with me, and and then Misty drove us home. Now, the next morning, I promised to pick him up for work. We worked together. And, uh, and I got up, and I fucking zoomed to his house on the other side of uh, the city I live in, probably like 20 minutes away, uh, just to get over there. I pick him up. He gets in the car. And I'm like, how you feeling, man? And he's like, actually pretty good. And I was like, you know what? I'm feeling pretty fucking good, too. And that was when I realized... At 8 o'clock in the morning, I was still very drunk from the night before doing 70 miles an hour on the highway. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. With Gross.
1: pure precision,
3: right? Yeah.
0: Mm. Oh, yeah. Weaving mm-hmm. in and out. Stopped at yeah. McDonald's, went to work, was perfect day. I saw a fiery explosion behind me, but I don't know what the fuck that was. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Peed in the middle twice. <laughs> a bunch of assholes were driving on the wrong side of the road.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, all my nieces died, but it was cool. And... <laughs>
2: I uh, feel like she didn't even know that she was on the wrong side. She was just driving like cool. It was like, all right, everything is all right. She didn't even know, I believe. Yeah, no, yeah. it just hit her all of a
0: sudden. <laughs> I see what you did there, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: was good. Maybe she thought people were just going so slow. They were going backwards. At yeah,
0: yeah. That's how high she was. Well, yes, this yeah. one was really good, bro. Everyone's yeah. going backwards.
2: Deuce Van got some engine. <laughs> I think it's been
3: long enough that Absolute Vodka could probably use that as a sales pitch. We get you so drunk, you'll still feel it the next morning. <laughs> so Absolute, if you want to sponsor us, I mean, here's your fucking like ad spot. Right you'll there. have absolutely <laughs> no
1: idea which way you're going.
3: <laughs> you'll get absolutely <laughs> fucked by opposing traffic. <laughs> And then this is where we
0: <laughs> cut into an ad for Better Health, That's yet. All right.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Absolute vodka. Please don't drive with kids.
0: Okay, so I I have there's part of that in me too, Rick, but it's like all day. You know, like that's the only thing I don't th- I don't like. She wasn't still drunk. She there's no way it was like two three in the afternoon when she got an accident.
3: Well, I you know, I, and I don't I don't know much about this. Yeah. I don't know if you know we as humans know much about it. I wonder like if your liver gets better or worse at processing alcohol like if you never drink versus if you sometimes drink worse. versus like if you
0: if your if your so, liver's
3: used to it you'd probably be better it would be my guess so do so, you think so, maybe she just didn't process it fast enough and like that's why it lasted
1: i didn't include it as a theory because a lot of this stuff is seems very hearsay because it's just people being like i don't know maybe but they they do think that potentially she may have been in the early stages of alcoholism under which the circumstances would have no physical evidence of long-term alcoholism which would be a fucked up liver and like you know like other signs and stuff i mean she's got a bunch of young kids a
3: shitty husband a corporate job and they go camping and he doesn't even drive with her yeah i mean that sound i would drink too it wouldn't take. It wouldn't even take that much for me. Yeah, it may have
1: been brewing for a while and not automatically in her stomach.
0: I'm still going with murderous child in the back. Where dingo came loose, everyone died.
1: And, and Richard, I I like that because it was new perspective to me, but mostly because as you mentioned, where dingo's. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh. So I don't know if Rick wants to get on board with. Uh... A where dingo. I'll get on board with a where
3: dingo. I'll hunt over where dingo. Yeah.
1: I can't think of a time that we haven't all gotten on board with where dingo when it's been a possibility. So I yeah. think we're obliged to go. I ahead. mean, it's really a flip
3: a coin. It's either Amelia Earhart or or a wear dingo. And <laughs> I mean, I did, did. she get airborne? Did she? No, get no. Well, then we're not Where did Well,
1: I mean, you saw how far that car was from the road. So plus I mean, the
0: kid, the kid was DB Cooper.
1: That too, yeah. He he was supposedly <laughs> ejected. So Eesh. nobody asked the kid, "Hey, what happened?"
2: The kid was never investigated. That's actually a good question.
1: They tried, and his constant thing is, "Mommy said she her 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 head hurt and she couldn't see."
3: That's it. That's all I know, kind of thing. And That's alcohol poisoning. She definitely drank the night before and just never changed. Had alcohol poisoning and couldn't see that well. I was trying to rush home,
0: or she was mid transformation, and your that eyes did. don't work while you're flesh is ripping off your skin
1: while they're morphing to the to further apart to be more on the yeah. side of your head for better yeah. better prey visibility yo
3: but you, you know how trippy that must have been mommy's saying she can't see i would have thought i was fucking dreaming you ever been in dreaming? you just can't fucking see for like the whole thing and you're just like you're <laughs> yeah. spending the time like when i used to have contacts i used to spend my entire dreams trying to find my contacts until i wake up and i'd be like oh god damn <laughs> You weren't right.
1: sleeping. You just couldn't find your contact.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what do you think, Sumit? If two hundred dollars well spent, you're gonna need to spend two hundred dollars for the answer. Like we will bill you. But I mean, Richard, Richard, yeah, yeah. slip
1: slip him the invoice for his cousin. Staple it to the back.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here's the... Yeah. Let's do this. Okay. So yeah, that's uh. You don't have to pay for 30 days, and uh, the where dingo the where dingo defense hung over where dingo with bloodlust is the only possible solution probably to that so
2: you're welcome. I have to agree with you boys. this is the best investigation I've been part of. <laughs> but yeah, 100 percent worth it all the money Thank you Wow Thank, never mind, thanks. that was easy
3: that was very yeah, easy. Me here first send us a, a check for 200 dollars.
2: It will be done. Perfect. It will be.
3: uh, Don't uh, just as,
0: can you sign the bottom of this here? You're not allowed to ask about your cousin if you ever come here again. Okay, sign away. Okay.
1: I just watched Private Dicks and I think RJ's the funniest.
0: What? Come on.
1: Hey there, all you private dickheads. That's probably not the name we're going to stick with. Anyways, uh, RJ here. I am here to tell you thank you for listening to another episode of Private Dicks. If you liked what you heard, go on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere they take your reviews, drop us five stars, say something nice. Also, what you just heard was from last season. If you want current episodes as they're dropped, head on over to Patreon.com and search up Unethical Podcast. That's our mother podcast. I was not aware Private Dicks was a spinoff. I'm going to renegotiate my contract. On Patreon is a full 16 episode season more of Private Dicks, uncut videos of each episode, and many more things are getting added all the time. You can also find all of Unethical's content on there, so go listen to that. And if you're already a patron, fuck yeah, dude, you're the best.